0: Good morning! It is Tuesday, April 6th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Commuter Ministries exist to redeem the time we spend on our commute. Especially lately, I felt that life is just too short, and we sure don't want to waste a second as pilgrims on our way to eternity. We seek to provide the church with engaging content to edify our lives and help us grow in our sanctification. Imperfect Family is another one of our podcasts and we just released a new episode today of trying to think through the issue of modesty in the home. You should check it out. All right, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we will dive right into it. This is Mark chapter 9 verses 38 through 41. John said to him, "Teacher, We saw someone casting out demons in your name and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a mighty work in my name will be able to soon afterward to say evil of me, for the one who is not against us is for us. For truly I say to you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ will by no means lose his reward. Let's pray together. Good morning, Father. We are so grateful to you for another day, and as we are waking up this morning, Lord, we look to your word for life. We need more of you, God. So help us search your scriptures with wisdom and discernment today. Amen. For the next few days, we will be looking at a stretch of teaching passages. In yesterday, today, and tomorrow's passages, Jesus is specifically spending time teaching his disciples. It's a rare glimpse into the inner circle of Jesus' relationships. He's not in front of a huge crowd like we've seen a lot in Mark. It's just these twelve disciples. And in our passage, the disciples have a concern. They've seen a man casting out demons in the name of Jesus, but he's not one of the disciples. They told Jesus not to worry, though, because they tried to stop him. But Jesus says to them, Don't stop him. In fact, You guys should stop, for no one who does a mighty work in my name will be able to soon afterwards speak evil of me. He says, for the one who is not against us is for us. And we're all familiar with that kind of second part. And honestly, so far so good. We don't have to try very hard to understand what Jesus is saying here. The man is declaring Jesus in a way that makes Jesus' name great. Makes sense that Jesus wouldn't want to try to stop that. Jesus is the Christ after all. But then the second part of Jesus' teaching to them is a little bit confusing, so let's look at it. He says, For truly I say to you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ will by no means lose his reward. How is this statement related to what Jesus just said? Because at first, it just doesn't seem to make any sense. But given the context of the story, we can come to a pretty reasonable conclusion that Jesus desires devotion. The man who serves the man who serves Christ shows his devotion to Christ. And in the context of our story, it's the man who is showing devotion to Christ rather than the man who is showing devotion to being in the in-crowd that Jesus raises up and exalts. For the disciples, This is a worldview-shifting perspective on who they are in the scope of Jesus' kingdom. They were just told that the first shall be last and the first shall be the servant of all, and now told that the man who is casting out demons in Jesus' name should not be stopped, and they were wrong to ask him to stop. Two double blows from Jesus who is trying to shape their perspectives. On what christ's kingdom will actually look like as we go today these two passages today and yesterday's are a little bit confusing they are purposefully meant to try and change perspectives and in this case the perspectives of the disciples but for us they illustrate the true nature of those who are in the kingdom that christ came to bring let's meditate today on our own perspective Are we quick to denounce others doing ministry as not being a part of the kingdom, the in-crowd? What does Mark say are the true qualifiers of those who are marked as Christ's ministers? Are we, like the disciples, and too quick to pull that trigger and tell others to stop the ministry, when really it is our own perspective that needs shaped by the words of Jesus? Let me close this in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we go today, we go about our Tuesday. Lord, we ask your blessing on today. God, we want to be faithful ministers of your word. Whether we're an accountant or a grocer or a truck driver, Lord, we are ministers and ones who are to steward your gospel well. God, help us to do that in your name. With a devotion for you as the Christ. As the one who is worthy of everything. Lord, we don't want to present the gospel in such a way that it's for a select group of people, the enlightened ones, the in crowd. Lord, don't let us pervert the gospel in such a way. Your word, your son, came to bring light to the nations, to all peoples, the poor, the rich, the smart the ones who are not so smart. God, your gospel is for all. So help us to preach it in such a way as to be faithful to that very standard. God, as we go today, please go with us. We need your help. We need your help. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.